Hello, this is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from my Spiritual Psychology Masterclass. This is an online webinar classroom where you learn to harvest vital, life-changing psychological concepts from the words of the prophets. Enjoy what you listen to, and I'll check in with you again when you're done. The parable of the kite and the kite sitter, because I don't have another name for the person. Once upon a time, there was a kite, okay? And the kite discovered that it was fun to fly. And the kite discovered it was fun to feel the wind beneath its wings, if you will. And it would pull and pull against the kite sitter. The person who just sits there doing nothing but holding the string. They just sit there on a lawn chair or on a park bench, just holding the string, keeping the kite from flying, keeping the kite from reaching its full potential. So one day the kite found a way, whether it's through a pair of scissors it kept in its pocket or just happened to find a tree branch to rub the string against, but the kite found a way to free itself from the string that held it down and the kite sitter and was able to fly free. Any kite engineers out there want to tell me what happened next? And the kite su was surprised that it started spinning and tumbling and spinning and tumbling until it crashed. All right. I really, really needed this analogy, this metaphor, this parable in my younger years to understand the engineering behind what it took to fly. If I'm really, really, really going to fly and reach my potential, I must keep my rope tied down to the iron rod in order to, for some, it makes sense to me now that I, th I don't understand the full spiritual psychology behind it, but it makes sense when I look at a kite. For a kite to fly, it must be tied down. If we're going to fly, we must be tied down to the iron rod. We must hold fast to it so that we do not be led away to destruction, which doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to um, go into a world of sin, the kite can just crash. And that is destruction in and of itself. It's not that God's going to destroy you. The laws of psychological physics will cause a crash. So, hey, Maurice. Go ahead. Um, one thought while you're saying that is that I feel like a lie that maybe I had before was thinking that I could take flight with my own wings or something, or I could be a plane and have an engine and fly. And I think it's interesting to note that we don't have those. We're more of a kite than developing an engine to take off the ground ourselves. Thank you for that, Jeff. Thank you. It became, it, it was quite a relief to me to um, discover that it was not only wiser, but easier to just use quotes from the words of the prophets as my anchor. I don't have to go find one of my own. I don't have to go looking for something that's super smart, super amazing of my own. I don't have to create something from scratch. I can use quotes that have already existed for quite some time. Good work. Go ahead, Ben, please. Just just knowing that th this is all about parenting the kite. Uh, I love this. I'm a parent of almost, well, I have a 21-year-old, 20, almost 21-year-old, but my, most of my kids are teenagers, and they seem to think that they can fly on their own and don't need anybody to hold them down. And so uh, as you're describing this, I'm thinking of myself as a parent, and what it was like when I was a teenager and how I did not want my parents to, to hold me down. I thought those rules, those those uh, things they wanted me to do were were stupid. Turns out they weren't. <laughs> what a what a challenge to um 
to dance with that developmental process. Um, when I think about God's perspective on us, um, it's like this giant adolescent experience for his kids because uh, he's the fine, he's the great artist for letting people crash. Like we parents often get scared that the crash is going to be so bad that we have to keep them from crashing. The God I know hardly ever keeps people from crashing. His confidence in human resilience and recovering from crashes. Many of us have very significant crashes in our background. We've done things that we're mortified by. We've done things that we're hope never really come to light for the whole world to see, but the repercussions are bad enough that people can see them. But in the end, we've been able to recover this far. Look how much we can do now, notwithstanding our past, when you combine the atonement with our own efforts. Hello, Maurice Harker here again. You've just finished listening to a clip from the Spiritual Psychology Masterclass, where you learn to harvest vital, life-changing psychological concepts from the words of the prophets. Please continue listening to the other podcast episodes where you will have access to many, many more principles. But when you're ready for a big, thick chunk of this educational material, please uh, follow the link that's attached to the text connected to this podcast and you will be given instructions on how to register for the class where you can spend an hour each week sitting with me and learning how to harvest psychology from the words of the prophets. I look forward to seeing you then.